Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right. Uh, it looks like we might have gotten Jessica. Yeah. All right. So let's start, Janet. Why don't you give us a quick update on where you're at and what's going on with you? And then... <laughs> We will go from there. We'll maybe get Jessica to give us her quick update since I think she's here. So roll with um, it, Janet. My my quick update is that I have been staying with my mum for the last two weeks, and um, which I do from time to time, as you know, Lisa. And it's been an interesting journey over the years, observing how I struggle to maintain any sense of who I am, especially in terms of my business. Um, while I'm doing that because it's just my focus goes completely on her so it, it, a lot of my daily practices just disappeared they just stopped and um, I kind of I decided not to get annoyed with myself about that <laughs> so there's and I'm reasonably okay with that um, but I, there was an interesting moment where um, a, a friend of hers a, a retired vicar and his wife came around for tea the retired vicar is lovely. He's the nicest man. His wife is a fairly typical of a she's a typical example of a stereotype vicar's wife who likes to tell everybody how to live their lives. Very very kind, but very very pushy with it. And um, they were asking about the business and about what I do and so on. And um, I I found myself being incredibly articulate about what I do, which is perhaps a first in that sort of situation. And the vicar was really interested. And uh, eventually he said, so the work that you do is you bring people back to themselves. And he said, and that takes them one step closer to God. And it was like, wow, I was just blown away that, that here's this man who I didn't think would get it, really. I just thought, you know, he comes from a particular mindset. I'm not talking about God or Christianity or anything like that. And he got it. I mean, he uses different language than I do, but he got it. So that was that was pretty cool. And yesterday on the flight home, I'm a bit tired, as you can tell from my voice. I'm really croaky. On the flight home, I sat on the plane and did something I've never, ever been able to do before. I sat there and I did work. I got all my lesson plans organized for the program that starts tomorrow, or reorganized, and... Um, I felt so productive. I got off the plane and I was so excited and I was eager to begin and couldn't wait to get going. So it's currently just past seven, quarter past seven on a fr- uh, Thursday morning and I'm I'm just itching to get underway. <laughs> so it's really good. It's like I took this hiatus and now I'm ready to hit the ground running. Love it. Okay. Jessica, how about you? What's your quick update? You, but I know you're both rocking it, so but give us your update, Jessica. Uh, my update is I have two new coaching private clients, which is awesome. I have one that have reached out via LinkedIn, so I am 
wondering if maybe that LinkedIn, because of my legacy of corporate world, might be a good move for me in order to promote my services. I am resisting publishing my podcast like a cat in the water. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I'm stuck in the techie things, and I know it's a defense mechanism of being out there even more. Uh, so I am there, and I am also feeling a lot of resistance crafting a group coaching or a mastermind or some that kind of stuff. So I was chatting with Lisa yesterday that maybe uh, I will drop the ball on that and I will pursue another thing that is more exciting for me that is having a retreat by the end of the year. So I am there. Uh, I'm feeling uh, still overwhelmed with all of the things that I want, quote-unquote, want to do. And I intentionally cut my work day to only four hours, maybe five hours, but they are not (laughs) useful hours just yet because I tend to Facebook all the time and do fun stuff, but not the stuff that moves the needle. So I am there having the great things that I am, I am having a lot of fun in terms of meal planning and exercise. This will be my third week on a row on a very uh, challenging for me kind of routine and exercise, and I am very, very proud of that. So I am there. I do have now one, two, three, four, five private clients. I am aiming for another five. I would love to find them like in in one month or in two months. And I am playing around my group offering, which is around money. Uh, I am there. I am there. Okay. So I have a feeling today's topic that I wanted to chat about is sort of apropos for everybody. I mean, it sounds like it will be for both of you. Um, And it's something that I've been playing with much more religiously for, I don't know, three or four weeks. And I'm finding that it is, I'm sorry, Bella is really snoring, but I'm finding that it's working really well for me in terms of feeling like feeling less drift. And I mean, I think that as seasons change, I mean, your seasons are different than our seasons, Janet, but there's still a change. And with all of the Mm. things that happen through seasonal changes and vacations and trips and visits and what have you, like drift tends to happen. And for those of us who don't have bosses or external sorts of I don't know, pressures or even guidance, drift is a thing. And you know, based on our last conversation a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, that I've been thinking a lot about the the sort of connection between anxiety and productivity, and even particularly anxiety when it comes to having the energy that we spend on anxiety in terms of what we can spend on our deliberate creation practice. And I've had the opportunity to talk to a handful of coaches in the last couple of weeks where I kind of hear the same sort of thing about money anxiety. I'm feeling anxious about money. But when we really drill down into it, yeah, it's money, but it's also sort of the anxiety about the drift. 
I don't, you know, I have these plans that I'm not really following them. There are these things that I want to do, but I haven't really implemented them. I don't know for sure what to do, so I'm spending a lot of time on Facebook. I mean, we are our own bosses. And without some sort of clarity of strategy, drift gets to creating anxiety that I think a lot of us attribute or experience as many anxiety. So I'm going to toss this back to you before I talk about strategy. Um, Janet, can you relate to the anxiety of drift? Absolutely. And yeah, and everything you've said completely nails it. It, 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 it's really uh, interesting to observe how the anxiety that comes from that, that sense of drift, because I, I definitely have been in that category of, you know, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to play on Facebook or whatever. Um, that, that, the anxiety about that is felt as an anxiety and I immediately associate it with, oh, it must be about money. And um, yeah, you nailed it. Because I, I literally this morning, one of the exercises I'm going to have my people in the abundance program do is a sort of, at, at, at a later stage, is a thing about net worth. And um, I was thinking about my net worth and I immediately sort of thought, well, I've only got a little bit of debt. And then I suddenly remembered, we've got a chunk of cash in the bank from selling our house. I'm not, my net worth is radically different from what my first assumption is. And that's because my assumption is that I'm anxious about money. So therefore there must be something to be anxious about. <laughs> it's quite nuts. Yeah. And I think that, you know, for some of us, it's money. For some of it's time. I know that Jessica maybe spends a little bit on anxiety about time. But we all have that default anxiety, whatever it is, that we roll back to. Sort of like I said in this week's recording, the canary in the coal mine, which for me is always going to be some sort of general anxiety about money, which usually doesn't hold water. So how about you, Jessica? Can you relate to the anxiety of drift? I'm not clear about the concept, but I can definitely re relate about Anxiety. <laughs> uh, my go-to, my canary of coal would be uh, willing my willingness to enroll just another training, coaching program, whatever. So <laughs> I know I now know that, and I'm breaking the pattern. Uh, so I am there. I am there. So I mean, when I say drift, what I mean specifically is sort of an anxiety about not feeling like you know what to do in your business or knowing that you think you know what to do, but you're not getting it done. Kind of that feeling that maybe you're not a good boss. Like you're not, you don't have mastery over your time in your practice and maybe you're spinning a little bit. That's what, that's how I would define drift. Janet, do you think that's a good description of drift? I do, and and it's interesting. I I just realised I had a moment where I had a very strong sense of drift. Um, it was when I I'm in a local business networking um, group that has a Facebook group, and somebody had posted a question there about whether whether people have business plans, and um, I sort of said, well, I can't, I kind of I do, but mine looks different from what you'd show a bank manager, 
And there were a number of people who are not in the LOA world who said, oh, absolutely, I have a business plan. And my, you know, any business that doesn't have a business plan is going to fail. And that triggered me so badly. It was really, it was like somebody had poked me in the side with a sharp stick because I immediately felt like, oh, that's, that's why my business isn't going well, which is nuts to even say that because it is going well. I mean, it's, you know, it's growing all the time. And yet that statement was enough to trigger a strong sense that I didn't have the standard corporate business plan, therefore my business doesn't count as a business and therefore I have drift and therefore blah, 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 blah. Insert right. anxious thought here. <laughs> right. I, I get that. And I mean, I've been my own boss even before I was coaching. I mean, I've not always, but for the majority of my working life have worked in some capacity by for myself, but not necessarily by myself. I mean, when I was in the internet world, I owned the company that I worked in, but I had, you know, workmates and employees and subordinates and, I mean, a clear defined set of expectations and clear objectives based on what was going on with the company. I mean, it was, it's very different than working by yourself. And, I mean, we've talked, in lots of different calls in lots of different places about being a bad boss, about how we can be more demanding than a traditional boss in a corporate or traditional work environment might be. But one of the aspects of being a good boss is some form of clarity. And I think, Janet, you nailed it. Like, our businesses don't fit neatly in that standard business plan. And you know that I highly recommend a daily schedule rather than a weekly schedule for the most part. I mean, what we do is fluid. My week this week looks dramatically different than I thought it was going to when I started it because I opened up free slots for coaching because of the hurricane. I mean, we kind of, we have flexibility. We work for ourselves and we, we tend to roll with it. But what I want to talk about today, and I just posted it in the Facebook group, um, is a weekly strategy plan. And I think most people want to, I won't even say that they do it, most people want to have some sort of a period of time at the beginning of the week where they do some sort of planning. And they tell themselves they're going to do it. And maybe they do it for a while, but they don't necessarily follow it through. And mm. I adapted this plan from a training program with an efficiency expert that my husband um, had to take for work three or four months ago. And I mean, when I say adapted it, I adapted it liberally. So basically what you do is you sit down at the beginning of the week, whatever your work week is, because I know, Janet, your work week doesn't always run Monday through Friday like everyone else's does. Uh But you schedule, give yourself half an hour, and I would say this doesn't take half an hour, probably takes 15 minutes, half an hour, somewhere in there. At the beginning of the week, the first thing you do is your weekly strategy worksheet. And when I was talking to this man who ran this program, like he literally has a three-ring binder where he's taken these strategy worksheets and kept them from one week to the other for many weeks, two years' worth. 
And what you can see that he accomplished is pretty remarkable because he's kept a historical written record of his weekly strategy worksheets. So, and like I said, this is in the group, so you can look at it there on Facebook. But what's on the worksheet for me is what is my primary goal for my business this week? Now, at the beginning of the week, I probably would have said my primary goal for my business would have been mostly administrative. Um, very quickly, yesterday that changed. And I actually went back and marked it out and switched it and said that my primary goal this week, because of hurricane stuff, is to be of generous support. But, you know, I mean, it's fluid. Pick whatever. What is your primary goal? What is your primary message to your audience? And I think writing that down really matters for me because I can be all over the board in terms of messaging. And just knowing for that week what my message is is really useful. What are my top three tasks that need to be completed for this week? And then this one I think is important is what objective or task do I have to do or do I want to do for each of the following areas of my business this week? Not a massive to-do list. One objective in each area, client contacts, audience outreach, administrative, marketing, product development, and other. And then I list my income goal for the week. Now, the reason that last section, what objective or task do I have to do for each of the following areas of my business this week is important is because we tend to get hyper-fixated on one thing, which is usually either marketing or product or program development. And then other areas of our business start to get a little soft around the edges, and that creates anxiety. If we're not handling our administrative stuff, we have anxiety. If we're kind of ignoring our clients, we get anxiety. And then we interpret that anxiety as, probably money anxiety when it's not. So by having this worksheet, I am clear on what my objectives for my business are. I am clear on my message. I am clear on just three things, three major tasks that need to be completed. And this week I didn't have three. And then one thing in each of those categories, if I follow this plan through by Friday or the end of my work week, I feel complete with my work week. I feel like I actually managed my business like a big girl. Instead of managing my business by the seat of my pants, kind of running from one thing to the next and doing whatever. Now, I will also say that working my 16-hour schedule, which we may review next week, but working my 16-hour schedule really helps me keep that sense of control around my time, sort of sovereignty over my time. But using the strategy worksheet or something like it, I feel like I can even step back from that a little bit further into a bigger picture, and I feel like I have sovereignty over my business, running it in a much more complete fashion. So I'm going to toss this back to you. And I would say, you know, obviously this is an example of one way to do it or the types of things that would be on a worksheet. This isn't fixed in any way, but it is kind of a blueprint for shining a light on all of the areas of running a business by yourself. Janet, your thoughts? Wow. I, this is so interesting. I, I really like this idea, and 
I realized as you were talking that one of the um, things that you and I had talked about ages ago, and I know you've talked about it with the group, is the idea of having a, you know, what does a successful business person do on a regular basis? Um, you know, a blog post once a week or a newsletter once a month or whatever. And I still haven't been able to frame that. And I can't pinpoint why. And I know that that's been a source of anxiety. So the idea of saying, what if all I did was a weekly schedule for now? And then maybe the bigger picture thing will emerge. Um, I really like that idea. And I really like, uh, I like the idea of keeping them and basically looking back uh I, at the same time i'm feeling like i feel i feel like this would be a relief from anxiety and i also have some anxiety about my ability to do it properly <laughs> like yeah. what if i start doing this really brilliant idea and i screw it up and i get it wrong and um and that's you know the fact that you've had such a radical shift in your weekly plan this week helps me to remember that it's okay if things go pear-shaped or things change or whatever um you know if my mum gets sick and I have to kind of change what I do what whatever it might be that's okay it doesn't mean I'm a failure and I and I think it's it's sort of pointing to this still present um Saturnian sense of you've either got to do it perfectly or you just don't bother doing it at all, which was something I was raised with, by the way. If you can't do it well enough, don't do it at all. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I want to play with this and I have some anxiety around it itself, which I, which I know how to manage. Andreas is the guy who taught the course. And, I mean, I saw his notebook. One of the things that he said was, he wasn't clear on a big plan until he had six months of a weekly plan to look back on. Like he could see the themes. He could look back at what worked, at what felt good, where he felt most productive, what yielded results. And he also makes a point of doing his in pencil, like literally printing them out and completing it in pencil. So that if something has to change, he goes back and erases it. But uh, he also makes notes about why. Like there was a change here for this reason. Like the historic perspective that he has by keeping this gives him, I think, a really accurate window into the future trajectory of what he of what he wants to accomplish. Much that more part, so than really, if he was just. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's smart. It's beautiful. Yeah. Jessica, what do you think? Hi, can you hear me? Yep. Uh, maybe I should call back later. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. I mean, I think with Madrid. Like like I just touched on and like you said makes sense to you, which you also touched on, it's not just the magic of doing it in the moment. It's the magic of doing it and preserving it historically that gave him a different sense of trajectory. And that sense of trajectory created a feeling of more control and more vision in his business. I mean, in a lot of ways, he would say that his weekly strategy session that has, has turned out to be his boss. 
And I mean, that's not really true, Mm. but it has given him some administrative control over his vision. And my big concern, excuse me, I'm walking downstairs, was that it would take too much time. Um, And in the four weeks that I've been working it, I can honestly say I've probably saved three to four hours a week for having done it. Yeah. I I can totally believe that. Yeah. Partially because I'm not grasping at what to do. I'm not making shit up to do. Like if I've Mm -hmm. done the things that I set out to do, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Like it's, it's tea time at that juncture. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to be in some sort of constant state of make work to feel productive. And it's, yeah. it's bought me three or four hours a week. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, that feels really good. I think for you, I mean, given the challenge that and this thing with your mom is not new. I mean, this is a challenge mm-hmm. that I've heard you echo before. I mean, obviously, when you're planning, and I mean, this kind of also goes back to the 16-hour schedule. If if you have a week with your mom and you've planned it to honor that time, you haven't lost the time. Exactly. If you have a week with yeah. your mom, but you feel like you should be doing something else, then that time, it's no longer yours. Yeah, and that's exactly what that felt like. You know, I knew before I went up to mum's place, I had I had three client sessions while I was up there because uh, I knew that there was some clients that I'd, you know, um, organized for a month of coaching and that meant that they would be getting sessions while I was away. And I was fine with that. You know, I quite like the idea that, you know, I can coach and while I travel. Um and and mum was completely down with it, so it was fine. But there was that sense of feeling like I ought to be doing something. I'm actually here specifically to spend time with mum and to help her, you know, do the major clean out of her pantry and do other stuff that she can't physically do anymore um, and she doesn't yet have the support for that's coming. Uh, that's why I was there. And yet there was this overwhelming sense of, but I ought to be doing something with my business, which felt really awful. Um, so having that clarity each week, was I, I love that idea. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I like it. <laughs> I think one of the other things that Madris realized with sort of that historical documentation was that on the weeks he planned off, like as in completely off, he was able to see how he benefited from off rather than lost for being off. And, I mean, I know that's true in my business. I mean, I've talked about it a lot. I make more money when I'm on vacation. And it could be because I have a run-up of activity before I go. It could Mm -hmm. be because there's a release of resistance for traveling. I, because I like to travel, I also make more money immediately coming back from vacation. And I know it's because I rested and I had time for inspiration while I was gone. But, I mean, Madrid is a numbers man. I mean, he's, and he does work for himself. I mean, he teaches workshops to corporations. He's, he was able to track it in dollars and cents. 
the literal value of scheduling weeks at a time that didn't necessarily contribute to his business. That's that's so interesting because again, you know, the both weeks that I was away, I made my my financial goal both those weeks. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's no correlation between. I mean, there's not an automatic correlation that says when I when I don't when I'm not working in the business or in the business that I'm not making money. Um, yes, I posted a few things on Facebook and I, I ran a Facebook ad for my program, but I haven't. I don't know that I've had any sign-ups from that this time around, which is interesting because I did last time. Um, but overall, so when I sort of take that step back and not look at the micro details of what I did and what happened here and blah, blah. When I step back and I kind of go, well, I didn't do as much in the business or on the business those two weeks, but my financial goals were still met. There's a... <laughs> on, on, on the surface of it, I ought to be able to look at that and go, it works, you know, the business is working. It, it, it is beginning to be self-sustaining. It doesn't need my attention 24-7. And there's another part of me, a slightly larger part, which is saying, yeah, it's just a fluke. (laughs) So I'm talking myself away from that and recognizing that actually, no, maybe this actually works. Maybe this stuff actually works, (laughs) which is um, always a pleasant surprise. I wouldn't have believed it. I mean, but I've got enough, like, I've got enough experience with it under my belt to know that it's true every single time. Mm. And that's why I really like this idea of the historical context of being able to look back because, again, that's something I talk about with Saturn. You know, when people are freaking out about all the stuff they haven't done, I give them this little mini sort of visualization exercise where they, they go and look, look stand shoulder to shoulder with Saturn and look back at everything they've done and remember that there is a huge amount that's been done. So when that's I think really about, helpful. Mm. When I look back at my week, and I mean my week, it, to be able to see that I touched all the aspects of my business, client mm. contact, audience outreach, administrative marketing, product development, that I hit my three main objectives, whatever they were for this week, and to still have four hours more than I thought I was going to have, that is that's pretty amazing. a powerful way to go toe-to-toe with Saturn. And yeah, without absolutely. that... I very often get to the end of my week and know I worked my ass off but can't really define what happened. And without that, there are aspects of my business that I very often don't touch even though I'm spinning around looking for things to do, like the administrative side of my business or the client Mm -hmm. contact side of my business. And my failure to do those things, even though I'm working, leaves me feeling anxious. That's awesome. So, yeah, let's play with that for the week. Make it yours, whatever it's going to look like. Like I said, the worksheet is in the Facebook group. And, yeah, see what happens. I have a feeling we're all going to like it for different reasons. I can see why it would be good for you, Janet. I think it's – but each of us, there's a specific reason that this kind of very short but intentional planning – makes a big difference in banking down anxiety that we might otherwise interpret as many anxieties. Any yeah. questions, comments, yeah. or thoughts on anything before we call it a call? 
uh, I just want to say thank you. I think that's awesome. And um, uh, I'm excited to play with it. And I'm looking forward to seeing the thing itself so I can sort of wrap my head around how it's structured and what it looks like. And yeah. Super basic. It's not gonna, much to it. It's um, just so I remember what it is. Um, and I'm also interested to see how this for me to see how it plays out like you said because that weird thing where my you know Hugh works Wednesday through Thursday uh, sorry Wednesday through Tuesday um, so if my working week looks like that if I decide that that's going to work for me I don't yet know but I'll, I, what I'd like the idea of is this then gives me a basis on which to experiment so I could run this for four weeks going, going Wednesday through Thursday to coinc- coincide with Hugh's or I could run it for, and then I can run it for four weeks to coincide with how most of the rest of the world works, which is, you know, Sunday through Saturday. Yeah. Cool. Jessica, you're back. Do you have any questions or thoughts before we call it a day on this one? No, it's super interesting. Uh, yes, it makes perfect sense. I will maybe need just two days of full focus and super focus, and then the other flexible time. I'm going to experiment yeah. with that. Thank you. Perfect. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, Lisa. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.